It's beer 30, and I'm thirsty. You like it, the juice, eh? We like it, the juice. The juice is good, eh? It's the Craft Beer of the Month with Broadway on New Country 93.1. All right, time for our Craft Beer of the Month. Dave is here from Brew Detroit. Ooh. Dave, what's going on, man? How you doing? Doing great. Uh, it's a lovely day outside. Yesterday was a lovely day. It's a great weekend. So, uh, And I woke up this morning, so that's good. That's a good thing to wake up every day. Yes. And summer is whipping by. This is our third time doing this. And the first time we talked, I don't know that we had had an 80-degree day yet, and now it's like summer's almost over. What the hell? Yeah, the uh, the rain's really putting a... God, I don't want to say it. A damper? I was gonna do it. That's funny. I was gonna do it. Uh, I didn't want to do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> honestly, yeah, it, the rain really makes everything suck in the summer, you know? Like, we have hardly gone in the pool or anything like that. But my grass looks nice. My grass is lovely. Yeah, I have to I have to mow twice a week now, but, you know, I'm not mad about it. Yes, I am mad this about is a that. Conversation, we realize this is a conversation like our dads would have when they got to this the point where they were old. Yes. When they were old, uh, or starting to get break the threshold of being old, this is the conversations that we now have. Hey, so. did you see that article in the paper? Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Let's talk about the craft beer of the month. What are we... Uh, what are we featuring this month, Dave? Cerveza Del Rey. Yeah. Cerveza Del Rey. That's our baby. Um, that's our number one brand by far. Um, it's something that uh, is is one of those beers that's really easy to drink. It's a Mexican-style lager, 4.2%. Uh, it's got a very slight bitterness at the end, but it's also got a little bit of a sweetness to it um, from our Munich malt that we use in it. Uh, it also uses Michigan beet sugar. Um, that is, uh, it's considered an adjunct lager because of that, uh, but we use Michigan beet sugar from Michigan Sugar uh, out in Bay City. Um, so that is, uh, you know, something that we are proud of using uh, local ingredients. Local ingredients and our number one brand, one of our biggest brands. And, you know, that's that's not the only thing. Like, we usually use, uh, we'll buy a lot of hops from, like, Michigan Hop Alliance and stuff like that. Um, so we're, we're really uh, in tune with uh, making sure that we're getting, uh, you know, local ingredients as much as we can and as, as best as we can. It is a really good beer, too. Um, you gave me a case of it, like, a month ago, and I've been sharing it with my neighbors. My neighbors are all hooked. They're obsessed with it. And then my dad, like I said, was in town last weekend and he is normally like a Bud Light guy right or like he'll drink an IPA but I gave him a can and I put I, I've got a um a koozie that's like made for a pint. Yeah. So I put I put the beer in the koozie and I said I don't I'm not, not going to tell you what this is. I just want you to take a sip of it because he would never in his wildest sure. dreams drink a Corona. Oh right. right. Sure. Yeah. So I'm like just take a sip and let me know what you think. He goes, Wow, that's really good. That's that's really good. What is that? And I said, Believe it or not, it's a Mexican style lager. And I, I let him pull the koozie down yeah. and he looked at it. He's like, Oh, this is brewed in Detroit. You know that? I'm like, Yes, Dad. I know that. <laughs> thing. But uh, it's one of those beers. I think once you try it, you might not think, Oh, I want to drink a Mexican style lager because I'm like a hop head. I'm an IPA guy, right? But when you try it, you are going to be obsessed with it. You're going to love it. And it's easy to drink, too, like you said. Yeah, it's it's perfect for uh, a lot of different occasions. Uh, you know, it's a one of those beers that it's it's a beer flavored beer, right? So like uh, when you th- when you think it doesn't have any crazy flavors in it, it's not like hazy. It's it's super clear, uh, super refreshing. So uh, you know, tailgating. Before concerts, uh, before any kind of game that you're uh, that you're going to bar mitzvahs, bar mitzvahs for parties, sure, uh, yeah, all of them, wedding receptions, uh-huh. first communions, pool parties, uh, <laughs> funerals, uh, funerals. That's great. You know, uh, yeah, uh, for all occasions. Um, <laughs> So, you know, whatever uh, whatever you're getting into. And like you said, it's it's one of those beers that you want to use to introduce people to, I mean, not just craft beer, but like a new good beer. Cerveza Del Rey. Go get Cerve- that. Yeah. That is available uh, anywhere they sell beer in Detroit. Uh, they should have it. If they don't, they suck and go somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, just ask them. Yeah. Tell them to get it. Uh, Dave, I want to talk about this. This is this is, this is has been... 
baffling me for quite some time. And I never thought to bring this up, but this it makes sense that you and I would have a conversation about this. Sure. And I'm going to try to be as careful as I can getting into this because I don't want to offend anybody. I don't want to get canceled. Yeah, um, sure. When I go on Instagram mm-hmm. and I click the explore button, you know, I, I'm always searching beer hashtags on Instagram. So when I when I click the explore tab, I always get these girls that come up in my feed these girls that wear these like low cut tops and they like drink craft beer and I don't under I'm trying to understand what this is. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, of course. Oh, uh, okay, well, like I don't even know how to tell people like what what is this? So the cool th- the, <laughs> this here's the thing. Um, I uh, appreciate anybody's hustle, however they want to do it, whatever however they want to get themselves out there, how much they want to help. Um, how much they want to help uh, brands get out there and stuff like that, um, you know, do 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 it however you want. You know, that's who, who am I to, uh, you know, be like, hey, stop promoting my beer the way that you want to promote my beer without me asking you to promote my beer. Uh, there are some uh, that are the influencers that get paid for this stuff. Um, they're actually there's there's one that we will uh, will work with on, on occasion. Um, actually, she she moved out of town for a little bit. Her name is the Brew Locker. Um, she does. She's a huge supporter of Brew Detroit brands. Um, she's super nice. Uh, her and her husband both come to the brewery quite a bit. Uh, one of her favorite beers is Cloud Nineteen. Um, so you know, getting into you know who and why they're doing this. A lot of them really love craft beer. Some of them that you'll see are actually brewers. Um, is there a name for this? Like, what do we call? Is it- <laughs> it's just inf- influencer, really. Just I, influencer don't, I don't have any. I don't have any um, known uh, nicknames or <laughs> AKAs or whatever for you know the style that is. The only I've always just called it influencer, um, the, based on you know what I what I see how what's being promoted and how influencer ship works. Like, yeah. if there's a name for it. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's something that um, that I've noticed for a very long time. I started doing craft beer promotional work on on Instagram almost ten years ago. Uh, obviously, not showing off my body and doing, <laughs> doing those things, but uh, you know, it's usually just the picture of the beer. But I mean, I get it. Like, there's people see um, they see an opportunity, uh, and basically, it's like mixing and mashing up media or different types of uh, mediums, I guess. To you know. Promote, yeah. a, promote a brand make some money I have money. a friend that's a she's a uh, she's a she yeah. uh, she is a social media influencer it's what she does for a living and I asked her about this and she said oh the beer bims I think she's saying oh, as sure. in bimbos uh-huh. and I'm uh-huh. like wow okay what do you think about that she's like well I didn't mean that as an insult that's just what we call them oh we okay as in well there you go the influencers but I didn't want to make sure that you know I didn't say that it was that a woman that said Broadway that that is not Broadway saying that it's not Dave saying that it's not me saying that it's yeah. a different influencer she calls them beer bims I want to know what uh, you know. Having been around beer as much as you have, what is the what is the strangest thing you've seen somebody do to their own beer? Like they order a beer and then something they do to alter the beer itself. And I'll give you an example because last weekend my my brother in law is a home brewer. He just does it for fun. Just mm-hmm. you know, it's a hobby. And he brought some beer to my house. Obviously, I had a bunch of family in town, and he had made a coffee stout. And he got it out and he opened it and gave my sister a glass and she loves stouts and she asked if I had any cream and I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, coffee cream. She added coffee cream to the homemade coffee stout that he made and I was just, I just sat there with my mouth wide open like, huh. Let's see. Uh, the weirdest thing I've ever seen anybody add to their beer. Obviously, people do limes. People do lemons on occasion, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah I don't Have you ever wanna... seen coffee cream added to a stout no, before? I've never seen coffee cream added to a coffee stout before. <laughs> that's, uh, that's very strange. It uh, wasn't if, terrible. If anything, 
oh man, uh, I don't want her to kill me, but my my wife will add sometimes ice. Ice. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> we'll add ice yeah. to it. Um, but that's like if it's already like. <laughs> Uh, shout out to you, uh, uh, Miller Light here. Uh, if it's like a Miller Light, like watered down beer already, um, I don't. Who, gi- gonna, who, give, who gives crap? It's not gonna make it worse. Um, it's, it's not, not gonna, gonna make, make it, it worse. It's not gonna make it better. It's just it is <laughs> gonna make it cold for her to drink, right? Yeah. So that's pretty much it. Uh, she dumps out half of them. My mom used to add day. salt to her Miller Light. We'd go oh. out to eat after church on Saturday, and she would she would uh, shake some salt into her Miller Light. Did she not like the foam on the top? Because that usually would take care of it. I believe I can't remember. Exactly, because I yeah. was like 13. Uh-huh. But I think that she said that she just liked the, the salt flavor. Well, she would like a goza then. She sure would. God rest her soul. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. She, she would, would like that. a goza. Yep. That's good. Doing a little bit of research for this conversation, trying to look at some of the trends and things going on, I ran into several articles that were basically saying that hard seltzers, 15 minutes of fame, are up. True or false? And it looks like you're shocked by that. I am shocked by that. Uh, you're you're going to say no. They, they probably went through. So there was a. One of the bigger brands, uh, I want to say it was Coors. I think Coors said, "Okay, we're done. We're 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 getting out of this thing." Um, so I think there was a big article of like one of the big guys coming out and and seeing that. I think that what's going to happen is you're going to get um, these traditional hard seltzers, the clear stuff, super fizzy and bubbly with a little bit of flavoring in it. Um, you know, obviously. Adhering to that, uh, you know, the zero carbs and like low sugar and stuff like that. Like, there's always going to be. I don't think that demographic is going to go away. People are going to still want that type of stuff. I think there's going to be a good amount of hard seltzers that stick around. It'll definitely be not as many, right? They're, they're still, they will start falling off. But the ones that are selling really well, like outside ales, their seltzers, their seltzers are crushing. Like, there's no, I don't see them stopping selling that because they're probably one of the one of the most well-known Michigan or like craft uh, seltzers that are out there. And then like you have things like we talked about on the last time with Smooge. Um, Smooge was, um, you know, that's innovating that entire uh, category, right? So um, it's a smoothie seltzer. It's not regular hard seltzer. So I guess they're, they're like a branch of that. I don't see those guys stopping anytime soon either. Um, right. Still going to be a thing. Still going to be available. But, I think but so. Has it, has it reached its peak? I would agree with that, yes. Okay. I don't think, without innovation, I think it's gone, all of the big macro breweries have done one, you know, even on multiple tiers of, like, different brands. So, like, Corona has one, Bud Light has one, those are those are all under the same branch. Coors did theirs. All right, Dave, is there anything else that you wanted to cover? No, I think, uh, I mean, uh, taproom stuff, where taproom's open an uh, extra day now, so we're Tuesday through Sunday now. Um, okay. Usually during the work, we're open at four. We just started a uh, residency for Taco Tuesdays uh, with Detroit Loves Tacos. Got our extended beer garden. All of our games are up uh, in the tap room now. So uh, come on out and and uh, enjoy some brew Detroit. 